Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And today we are continuing our little short series on body swapping aging movies. <laughs> just sounds and funny. <laughs> body swapping aging movies. These are these are movies <laughs> where people are swapping bodies that they're getting a little old. They you know, no, the movies themselves aren't aging. I mean, I guess they are, but this, anyway, <laughs> we're continuing. No, we, we didn't have a Go. section on body swapping aging at the video store. We should body have. <laughs> aging. They should have totally had that for sure. Video Why don't they have it on Netflix? Swapping aging section. Yeah, yeah Netflix needs this section too. Yes. yes, that'd be perfect. Although <laughs> neither of these movies that we're talking over the next couple of weeks are on Netflix, unfortunately. No. no. So, but they should be because they're amazing. Yeah. And and this week and next week we're talking about two movies that both star Jim Gaffigan, which I had no idea. And star, I mean, they, he had a small they role don't in each of them. Star Jim Gaffigan. No, Jim Gaffigan. I know, I know. He slipped his way in there. He slipped his way into both of them. Well, and the thing is, is I've never thought of him as a movie actor, and then all of a sudden I'm watching. So I watched it. So we're doing 17 again and, and 13 going on 30. This week is 13 going on 30. Next week is 17 again. But I watched it 17 again. And then 13 going on 30. And when he popped up as the coach, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Jim's not in a lot of movies. I really like his stuff. I like his stand-up stuff. And he's he's not a horrible actor in a small part. I think he does a great job. And then as we're watching 13 going on 30 and they get in the cab <laughs> and he's the cab driver, I'm like, wait, is that is he in both of these movies? Like, what are the chances? I know, right? Talk about and I, I, movies. When I watched 13 going on 30 a couple of months ago. Uh, it hit me that that was him because I had just watched his new special and I am yes. totally addicted to Jim Gaffigan. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there he is. But I hadn't seen um, 17 again for like a, a, a year. And so I totally had forgotten that he was the coach because when I had watched it before, like I've seen it a dozen times before, I didn't really know who Jim Gaffigan was. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I love it when he's in the cab. <laughs> On uh, thirteen, going on thirty, and he's like all hitting on her, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> and he's not instantly recognizable in that role. No, like, as the basketball coach, I was like, okay, as Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, but totally. Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, is that Jim Gaffigan? Is that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it, and it takes a minute. Yeah, because at first you only see like his eyes in like uh -huh. in the mirror, and then even when they pan out, it's still like it's the voice that gets you because it, he's got a very yeah. distinctive voice. But but we are not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about Jim Gaffigan. I just thought it was funny that he was in both of these movies um, and just just kind of a weird coincidence. But let's talk about 13 Going on 30, which is distinct in the movies that we're talking about because this one actually involves an actual time jump. Yes. The others, like, yes. they either just swap bodies in the present or, like, in big, he turns 30, but he is still in the same time. His friend is still the same age. This one, she actually jumps into the future and sees what her life would be like as she's 30, flirty, and thriving, which was I'm, I'm, my goal growing up for sure was to be 30, flirty, and thriving. So how'd that work out for you? <laughs> yeah, I'm almost 40 <laughs> and over it, I think, is where I'm at right now. So <laughs> I'm 40 and over it. That's the, that's the new slogan, 40 and over yeah, it. 40 um, and over it. And I, I shared on our Facebook page, like one of the most memorable scenes from the movie is when she gets out at the party and she performs 
Um, not the correct version of thriller. I'm just going to throw it out there. I've been doing mm-hmm. the thriller dance since I was three. Um, it is mostly correct, uh, but I get why they had to change it um, for the movie because there are some difficult parts in there. But I love it. And I, as I'm watching it and I'm like, wait a second, that's Electra and Hulk doing a thriller together. Like my mind uh-huh. just, I had never thought of that before um, because I love Mark Ruffalo as Hulk so much, but I, I keep forgetting that Jennifer Garner was in like the worst superhero movie ever. Uh huh. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. Well, two better actually. So we've oh. got Andy Serkis who also participates. We're just going to one up each other. Yeah. Already. Who is Ulysses yes. S. Claude Black Panther? Yes. Yes. And one of the um, the the six the six girls at the beginning. One of those uh-huh. is Brie Larson. Oh, really? I know. Yes. When I watched yeah. that again, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's teeny tiny." That is Brie yeah, Larson. So there's a lot of her, there's a lot of superheroes in this movie. Replaced by Jenna. Yeah. So I I uh, I love that Andy Serkis is in this because it's one of the few roles where we get to actually see Andy Serkis yes. and he's not playing a computer animated <laughs> character. Yeah. Um, and he is really a talented, fun actor, and I think he does a great yeah. job. And but I was seeing the same thing as they were doing the thriller. You've got Electra, you've got Hulk, and then Smeagol in the front <laughs> there, and it was just it was just perfect. Just a he lot does, of fun. He did play such a great bad guy in Black Panther, though. I mean, his he did. character in Black Panther was awesome, and I keep forgetting that that was him because, again, usually when we see Andy Serkis, we're not we don't see him, and so right. there, he only has a few movies where you actually see his his face in its entirety. Um, but he has such great comedic timing in this film. So if you've never seen 13 going on 30, Jennifer Garner um, plays the older version of herself. She's a teenager um, who just is having an awful like time at school. She wants to fit in with the popular kids. The younger Mark Ruffalo character is her best friend, but he's a total nerd geek, like in every sense of the form. Um, and she goes into her closet and she'd been reading what magazine, like Teen Bop or Tiger, Bop, some teen magazine. It was Poise. 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 That she ends Poise. Up Sorry. Poise. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's like that. It's like the Teen Bop, like, you know, whatever. And she's reading this article, you know, um, 30, what, flirty, 30 and thriving. And mm-hmm. she magic, like this magic comes down from this little house that her nerdy friend built her. And, um, then she wakes up and she's 30. That would be really scary as a woman to be 13 and then waking up being 30 because they're not close. Like there's <laughs> nothing about our brains that are close. If you were 13 and then you woke up and you were like 22, okay. Like you could yeah. like, you know what I mean? But 30 is especially Jennifer Garner's character is very successful. She's got her own place. It's not like us 30-year-olds in Utah where we're still living with our parents or we just moved back in with all of our kids and our spouses or whatever. Like, she's in a big city, in her own apartment. She's got a naked man in there that's her boyfriend. She doesn't understand what that is. And I just thought it was so great because she's just – she's thinks it's totally disgusting. (laughs) I I love (laughs) – I, I love 
and I and I know this is going to come out wrong out of context, but I love the naked guy scene. Like it was just so funny. They timed it so perfectly with her waking up in her apartment, not knowing where she was, and then every time she would like bend down is when he would walk by just in the towel, and it was just hilarious. Uh, because it was so well timed, and then when when she opens up the umbrella, and, and then yeah, it's just great. And she tells Lucy later, yeah, I saw his thingy. Okay, his thingy, huh? Like, yeah, it was, it was. It was she, you, Jennifer Garner does a great job, um, similar to Tom Hanks and Big, mm-hmm. of being able to channel that thirteen year old girl through most of the movie. I think she does a great job of the way she looks at the world, the way she looks at relationships, all of that and portraying that in her role, I think is is really well done, to be honest. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes is when she is in the elevator with a teenage girl that lives in her building. And um, why do you keep going close on my face? You need to back it up, man. Back Listen, it up. We're, we're trying something new. We're going to try some close-ups throughout. Like, as people are starting wanna... to talk, maybe I'll do it wanna... when Tracy laughs. I don't know. Listen, I've got the controls just, back here. You never know what I'm going to do. I'm a rebel like that. Wait, if you're watching us live on Facebook right now, I'm sorry. Um, but thank you. Um, <laughs> Thank you for watching, and I'm sorry. Um, no, but she's in the elevator, and she's all dressed up in this outfit that I think was actually a Halloween costume. It wasn't actually an outfit in her closet, but she just thought it was so much fun. She has her hair done in these, like, spiky things that I did in junior high, and the girl, she's like, hi, and the girl's like, are you talking to me? And she's like, you know, she's like, it's great. I love your shoes. I love your bag. And she's like, plus, I've got these, and I'm like, <laughs> I got these fabulous boobs. I got these boobs. So that line killed me. We were watching it. it. That's what a thirteen-year-old girl is about. No, it, it's about it, shoes and bags. And when am I going to get my boobs? Yep. Well, when she was, yeah, because we see it before she has the change happen. She's putting the tissue down it's her shirt. The classic putting your yeah. tissue down her shirt. And what was fun is we were watching that. My eight-year-old was watching it with us. And I had to pause it because something was going on. And so she stopped and she looked at me. She's like, why is she putting that down her shirt? And I'm like, uh, dear, why is she putting that down her shirt? And I kind of punted. And, again in two years. Yeah. And so my wife explained to her, she wanted to look older and that's part of looking older and everything. But, but yeah, I think that that, of course that would be the first thing was well, just like in big, when he turns big, the first thing he does is he looks down his pants mm-hmm. to see, you know, because yeah. stuff changes. <laughs> yeah, it does. Spoiler alert. If it happens overnight, that's a pretty big change regardless. Yeah. I didn't get I boobs until I was 30 either, life, but that's because I gained like 15 pounds. It's I, all right. Girls like hang in there. To your wife. Honey, well, why is she doing that? <laughs> I figured she could explain it better than I could. I, although, to be honest, my my wife, I don't picture her being the type that did that a whole lot mm-hmm. as a kid. But I don't know. But yeah, I'll have to ask her to confirm. <laughs> Report. I'm back. sure that'll be a fun conversation. Hey, so how often <laughs> did you stuff your bra when you were a 13 year old girl? I so. stole my mom's padded bras. I didn't have. I didn't stuff. Yeah. 
anyway, that's a lot that we need to know about each other. So um, I do love, because Mark Ruffalo has played a lot of different characters. And mm -hmm. this movie is not an Academy Award winning movie. However, I just thought his, um, the way that him and Jennifer um, interacted and their chemistry in this movie was great because his character is just like this nonchalant, I am who I am character like no apologies about being the nerd that he was and who he is now. He's like, this is my life. And you're the one, you know, who stopped being my friend and I'm still who I was the whole time. And I mm -hmm. just love that about him because he was like a big dork and I loved it, but he was totally the dork who did mixtapes and brought his, yeah. you know, Casio to the party, you know, and all this stuff, but he was totally fine with it. Like he didn't have any qualms about it. Mm -hmm. So when he says, I'm going to go grab my Casio, until he came back with the keyboard, I did not realize that's what he meant. I'm like, like his yes. watch? He's got like a calculator watch? Like, you that's what I thought Casio of when he said my Casio. Dude, that's what I was thinking too. So, no, it was just funny. I, I totally got mixtape, but when he said, I'm going to go get my Casio, I'm like, why does he need to go get a watch? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I agree. This is... You know, Mark Ruffalo, I think, has kind of branded himself as a pretty serious actor. I mean, he's done a lot of mm -hmm. different things, like you said, Val. Um, but I think just kind of who he is, everybody knows he's very politically active. Everybody knows where he stands on the political spectrum. Right. Um, and he tends to to try to do characters that kind of represent that and pick roles that kind of represent that. Um, and even as Bruce Banner and the Hulk, you get a sense for that as well. Yeah. And so even though this was kind of a, a corny comedy, um, I really feel like he did a great job because this is a typical Mark Ruffalo character, because like you said, Matt's very unassuming. He's just very like, he's not in it necessarily just for the money or things like that. Right. He went on a very different path. Even the Maddie character that we see as a 13 year old is very different than uh, uh, Jenna's character. So I, yeah. I, and he does a great job in this role as a romantic lead. You don't see him in that mm -hmm. role very often, but you should because he's a yeah. great looking guy and he's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to say, I think Jennifer Garner in this is just effervescent. Like she, she is having so much fun and it made me think of Amy Adams in Enchanted. Just that kind of energy and that, that you just can't help but love this character. And yeah. this is not typically my genre that I would explore in. And I had seen pieces of this movie. I'd never seen the full thing. And I just was falling in love with her character. And it was just so fun to watch her mannerisms and her physicality um, to go along with. She, I mean, she sold it. And it's like you said earlier, Jake, um, very much like Tom Hanks in big. I, I never doubted that she was a 13 year old in a 30 year old body. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a moment where it broke for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I also love the fact that they brought Razzles back to the forefront of the candy marketplace because Razzles are some of my favorite candy, by the way. So if you haven't tried Razzles before, you can get them, but you have to search a little bit. I have never had a Razzle. I, oh, my I, gosh. I know, I know of Razzles, but I'm not a big gum chewer. So for me, I, that like, was a made -up thing I would rather movie. just have Skittles. No, they're a real thing. Wow. Yeah. I'm kind of blown away. And apparently, <laughs> this was just a, I'm like, what a great name for a candy and thinking that there's a screenwriter. Just go to your corner bodega. They've got them there. No problem. 
Did you just say corner bodega? <laughs> yes, because it's a small shop in New York. I like. I mean, that's what it looked like to me. It was just a little corner shop. They just walked in and and they got their razzles. They have corner bodegas and we have Seven Elevens. That's how we roll <laughs> here in the in the Salt Lake of cities. Um, we're not in. We're not bougie. But maybe yep. while I'm in New York, I will go into one of these corner bodegas. I will buy me some razzles. I'll take a picture of it and share it on our Facebook yes. page. Yes, ben, we need that. Ben, Bye-bye. do you want to say hi to all the people that might be watching this? Hopefully we've got hey. people watching this. And if you found <laughs> this on YouTube, make sure that you like the video and subscribe. Yes, share please. It with your friends. Which little munchkin was that one? That was Ben. Ben. What number is Ben? Number six. Six? Okay. Yeah. Didn't, he came with us to Toy Story 4, didn't he? No, that was number three. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You got, he, you got to forgive me. That seems like a lifetime ago. I, yeah, and I totally get it. <laughs> it's the first movie that he remembers. And I think this is kind of cool. This is the first one he remembers seeing in the theater is uh, Onward that we saw in the two oh. weeks that it was there. Okay. Yep. You're the Mandalorian oh, for Halloween. Cool. Wow. That's, that's cool. They think that's very cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, but, but that's kind of his, you know. When he when we talk about onwards, like yeah, I saw that in the theater, and I'm like you and like five other people, so it's pretty <laughs> exciting for him. So. It's kind of a badge of honor, Jake. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. Like, yeah, I was uh, one of the five. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> that uh, was actually the last uh, movie I saw in the theater before COVID. Yeah, me me too. I okay. I really love um, Judy Greer. I think Judy Greer is one of those actresses that she always kind of plays like the sidekick friend Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, But she Mm -hmm. plays the character Lucy in this film and Mm -hmm. she is awful and amazing. Like she is that girl that we all knew or the lady that we do know that is totally nice and sarcastic to your face and then is just awful behind your back. But you yep. should see it coming because, like, you can smell it on them, these these women that are like this. Yep. Um, but she plays this character perfectly. Um, and you guys, I, I forgot to mention Judy Greer's in Ant-Man, so that's another Marvel yes, connection. Yes, she is. She She's is the also, mom. So many, this is maybe 13 going on 30. Forget Iron Man. It's this is the one where that the launched MCU the MCU. Started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Judy Greer for me, whenever I see her on screen, I can't help but think of her as Kitty, the secretary in Arrested <laughs> Development every time. So, that's, but she's amazing. She, she is really funny and she played this role, Lucy, really, really well. Um, she is that, that two faced friend that, you know, to your face is great, but then behind your back is just awful. Um, and which, which Maddie understood that about the six chicks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but Jenna didn't understand that as a 13-year-old until she saw it as a 30-year-old. This right. whole do whatever it takes to get ahead. doesn't matter who you hurt. It doesn't matter what you have to do to make that happen. Um, but even more than that, that behind the – like when she goes to his house and she's like, I don't have any friends. I don't – you know, I'm not close to my family. Like – she realizes the life that she's made for herself to be thriving by the time she's 30 is really not the life that she wanted right. to begin yeah. with. Yeah. And I have to say like this movie has um, both this movie and 17 again, 
they have some really good side characters that I kind of think steal the scene sometimes. And mm-hmm. um, the, uh, I would say executive assistant, because I don't think she's just her secretary, <laughs> is yeah. my favorite. Like when she comes in and she's reading all of and she's like, are you sure you want me to read this? Yeah, read it to me. And then she says awful things. And she's like, oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll just read the rest of those. Yeah, that's good here. <laughs> like, please, please don't fire me. But yeah. then... But then, like, they have this connection and they work together to, like, make all of these things happen. And I just love, like, seeing that relationship grow throughout the movie because it's not often that you see, like, usually if there is, like, a high-level person, it's the people that are here that are doing, like, most of the work Mm -hmm. and putting up with most of the nonsense. Um, And, you know, it kind of gives you this backstory about who Jenna was before you know, she hopped into this body, like about all the things she did before we see it. Cause we find right. out she has all these letters from the, you know, the other magazine in her desk. Mm-hmm. She had been selling the story. So she was like this really awful person mm-hmm. who didn't care. And now this 13 year old Jenna, that is just a good kid that just wants to be in with the popular kids. She wants to fit in and she's there and she's, she fixes that all of it. This 13 year old figures it out and fixes all of it. And it's awesome. I love and I love how they show that difference in her age and her appearance uh, in her relationship with men. And that also gives us a little bit more of her backstory. Like when the husband of one of her coworkers comes into her office and starts kissing her, she's like, what are you doing? I work with your wife. You're married. Like all the, well, that didn't stop us last week. And she's just totally grossed out. But I think my favorite scene is when they're in the bar and Lucy's like, that, that yeah. cute guy back there is checking you out. <laughs> and so she goes like, over and starts talking to the 13-year-old kid. Like, what, are you going to get like, arrested? Yeah. Like, I think you're cute. Do you want to go out sometime? And of course, the kid's like, goldmine. Yeah, absolutely. But I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about him. Ew. Ew, the man? Gross. <laughs> Like anyone else would question that, like, oh my gosh, what is this lady into? Like, oh my god. (laughs) I I love the scene where she goes back to her boyfriend's apartment and he he says, Do you want to play a game? And she's like, What, like Battleship? Yeah. (laughs) He didn't have Battleship or anything. Yeah, and And he starts doing the strip tease. And then then he replies, I'll show you my destroyer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god! The trip tease, and I said, you know, I don't think tidy whities look good on anybody ever. <laughs> I, I don't want to see that again. Yeah, <laughs> put, put that thing away. Um, <laughs> and I and I thought they handled that in a really fun way because that would obviously be if you're transported to your future self and you're in these adult relationships all yeah. of a sudden. Like it, it, that would be shocking and mm-hmm. you wouldn't know how to react. And as much mm-hmm. as you're trying to play it off that you are this 30 year old, those would probably be the moments where it really doesn't come through at all because you yeah. just are so taken aback and don't know what to do. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and her, the guy she was dating was so stupid. Like he didn't notice anything that was going on. So you could tell like the kinds of relationships that she was getting in, like this married guy mm-hmm. and then this really stupid hockey player, which I love hockey and I love hockey players, but he was an idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> one too, maybe one too many pucks to the head. Yeah. I mean, they wear helmets. Where was his? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah it's a good question. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta say too, I thought the the young Jenna fit perfectly with Jennifer Gardner. Like I could completely yeah. believe that that she turned into Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And she was yeah. just freaking adorable as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the same with um Big. I feel uh-huh. like those two characters looked mm-hmm. like yes. um they were the same. Now when we get into 17 again, I I really think both of these characters are cute in their own ways, but I don't see, but then again, Uh I have seen, I have seen like people now and I look at them and then they show me pictures when they were in high school and I'm like, Oh, I want to very nicely be like, well, you don't look like you've changed at all, but they look like a totally different human. So I get it, but it's just not as believable because their ages aren't that far apart. Do you know what I mean? Like he's 17, almost 18 and he's what, like 38 or something like that. You usually start looking like the person you're going to look like, like you're going to gain weight or lose weight, Mm -hmm. but you still kind of have your same face. Right. Yeah. But I love both of them. When we talk about that movie, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. It, it, it's a really fun movie and I have some very similar thoughts as well, but I agree with you, Tracy, Jennifer Garner, uh, and the girl who played Jenna, I, I think they worked well. And even Maddie to to um, mm-hmm. Matt, mm-hmm. yeah, Mark Ruffalo's character, even that was believable too. I mean, he definitely slimmed up and everything else. And not that he was a fat kid as Maddie, but he mm-hmm. wasn't the athletic looking yeah. type, right? Right. So, and I think Lucy uh, too. Like she totally seems like she would grow up to be that one, even if she did have a nose job. Like she still yeah. looks like she could uh-huh. be that person. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the personality and everything, like they did great. Yeah. So I loved the romance that that kind of starts building between Matt and Jenna, the the adult versions. Um, and I really loved how they ended it too, um, and how they changed the story and everything in the way that the movie ends. Uh, spoilers: We're going to talk about it. And honestly, it's been out for. <laughs> over 10 years. So really <laughs> we're not spoiling anything new, but um, he, he was a really decent guy. And what I didn't want to have happen as I watched the movie is I didn't want him to leave his fiance for Jenna because I didn't right. feel like that would be in line with Matt's character because he, he is a, a decent guy and he loves yeah. his fiance. And even mm-hmm. when she meets him on the wedding day and mm-hmm. she's like, you know, don't tell me that you wouldn't want, rather be with me and he was like that ship has sailed i've moved on and like i really appreciated that he was consistent as a character because i mm-hmm. i couldn't see matt as a character being like sorry uh i think her name was whitney was his fiance's name wendy 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 sorry yeah, wendy, wendy i'm in love with jenna even though she treated me like crap 17 years ago now i'm in love with her like i couldn't see him right. doing that uh, but I also knew they had to find a way to get the two together. And so I liked the time jump back. Yeah. And then she realizes, okay, this is what I'm going to work toward. And this is what I want. And uh, so then when he opens the closet door and it's not Chris, the taxi driver, she's okay with that. So. Yeah. But I don't know. And I, I think that that Wendy girl, isn't she in John Carter? Is that the same? I like know. I was, I'm looking it up now because, like, yeah, she was in John Carter, so she's the princess mm. um, in John Carter. The whole time I was watching it, and I'm like, where have I seen this person before? 
Um, but yeah, she is the main character in John Carter. Mm. Cool. Um, yeah. But it does it does cause issues because in Endgame, Hulk's all about we got to get the, the gems right back to where they were with time travel. You can't mess around with it and create an alternate reality. And then he ends up marrying somebody in alternate reality. <laughs> so I'm telling you, this is the start of the MCU. This is where all those all those little nuggets were placed. Probably. We need Except to get good- some nerds together and we need to like do timeline yes. like exchanges on these things. It, there's a whole just map uh, mapped out on the wall yeah. with the string that goes You're from one to another. Uh-huh. Yep. And then the sign that says, what does it all mean? Yeah. I think everybody just needs that in their house, just generally speaking. Some kind of weird <laughs> conspiracy theory map. I, Jake, this is the only political comment I'm going to make during the show. I'm pretty sure at least 45% of Americans have one of those right now. I'm not going to say which side, but they've got them. Yep. More than likely. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing that statistic. That might be a little low. <laughs> I hope it's not. I hope that's about right where it is. Uh, I am into that. Gonna... So, <laughs> I don't know. I just really think because I'm not like hugely into like rom coms and like chick flicks mm-hmm. and whatever name you want to call these movies, but I've always enjoyed 13 Going on 30, and it was something that Sammy and I. Like we would watch when she was younger together because I was like done watching cartoons or like Disney Channel or something. So I'm like, hey, let's it's Friday night. Let's watch 13 going on 30. And we still enjoy it. And she's turning mm-hmm. 19. So it's just kind of one of those movies that I think is just really enjoyable. But I think it's because it seems like you said, Tracy, I believe it. I want to yeah. believe it. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem fake to me, even though it's totally made up. Obviously, it's a movie, but it is one of those that you just, it's endearing and it's believable and you just want to live in this world. Um, but like most of the time when you see movies like this, they're just so cheesy, you know, yeah. that you're mm-hmm. just like, Ugh, you know, but I think this one, along with the newer Freaky Friday, is kind of fits in that category. But I still think this one, I would watch this one over that any day. Of the week, yeah. This one, um, this one I, was. I think really, this one is. It, it's really subtle in a lot of ways. Um, it doesn't lay on, like you said, the cheesy aspects, and they establish mm-hmm. the rules and they stay with them. And the acting is so good that it never breaks, and they don't bring any attention mm-hmm. to it. There's no um, call outs. There's no turning to the camera. That type of thing. It just is really believable for a make believe movie. Um, and like I said, I kind of, I kept thinking of um, uh, the Amy Adams movie, Enchanted. Enchanted? Right. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Enchanted. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Another yeah. one where I just was, I just believed the world that they set up and the characters that were living in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And, and I think what was funny when I watched Big, like when he goes and he does the job application and they're like, okay, what's your social security number? And he like gives his locker combo and they're like, well, you're like a couple digits short. And so he gives two more digits. And I'm like, I guess, I mean, in the eighties, if you weren't running it against this big background, mm-hmm. like now when you go and apply for a job, if you give them the incorrect social security number, they know like right away that it's not the right number and right, and things right. like that. And they kind of closed some of those gaps for me in 13 going on 30 because of the time jump. She wasn't mm-hmm. existing mm-hmm. in the same time. She already had a job because she jumps into her own future. 
Right. Uh, and that really works for me. And I feel like they kept it, kept the rules pretty well, um, mm-hmm. which is hard to do in a time travel slash uh, body swapping aging movie um, to, to keep all of the rules. And they do a really, really solid job in this one. I was impressed. It's a smart script. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not Academy Award winning material, but it is for the genre that it lives in. It's one of the smarter films in that genre. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love. For sure. I love those kind of statements. It's not an Academy Award winning whatever. Listen, right. unless I'm going to a movie that I expect to be Academy Award winning kind of material, I'm okay with that. Like if I'm going to a romantic yes. comedy, I just want it to be good. I'm not expecting it to be like, oh, this could win the best picture. I'm surprised sometimes by a movie like Black Panther was definitely one that surprised me where I was like, yeah, this could because mm-hmm. it is so well done. Um, but yeah, so well, I'm okay with need, it being what it just is. just need Aaron Sorkin to start writing rom-coms. <sighs> he could write. Oh anything. my gosh. He could write anything I mean, and I would be watch good, it. right? Yeah. Speaking uh, of that, I mean, you brought it up, but have you watched his new movie on Netflix? It's on my list. I have not seen it yet, but it I have watched it two times this week. It is absolutely amazing. Like nice. I'll, yeah. I'll probably write a review about it because it's so great. I watched two Sasha Baron Cohen movies this week, and not both of <laughs> not both of them were amazing. Just one of them, just yeah. one, and it wasn't Borat. All right. Well, I kind of guessed that that's where you were going with it. You know, Borat. Oh. That made me jump out. 13 going on 30 when she's looking at the wall of famous people and there's a picture of Rudy Giuliani. I was like, ah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but but back then, it was different. He he was just the mayor and yeah. But uh, But that that one was. It's like when Donald Trump pops up in Home Alone 2. In Borat, just to let you know, I'm going to ruin this for you, but the scene no, with won't. Rudy Giuliani is totally innocent. Like, it's, they're, mm. of course, pushing it not to be because, no, I watched it. Did you watch it, Tracy? I've seen the scene. I haven't watched the movie, but I've seen that scene. Well, we watch it in the context of the movie because they show the whole thing. He's doing what he's I've supposed seen the to be whole doing. Scene. Pushing... Okay, yeah. well... Mm, I mean, I, I, he was taking in your the shirt is not what I watch he was it. doing. I, I mean, if you watch it, that's what he was doing. Anyways, I'm not going to get an argument about it, but I'm not a huge fan, but I watched it in the whole context of the movie. And, and I was like, oh, okay. I watched it at the gym, which I probably wasn't the best idea. Cause if anybody <laughs> walking by, yeah. but it kept me going. Like I wasn't thinking about my steps at all, but there were certain times where I'm like, oh, this seems like it's going to be stupid. And I fast forwarded it. Um, I do think that he is super smart, um, Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I feel like these movies are his like stupid outlet. Um, but yeah, anyways, I would rather watch 13 going on. I would rather watch the original Freaky Friday one more time than watch Borat again. Wow. Um, wow. Even though I do think it's smart, I do get what he's trying to say and what he's trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. it just isn't my, it's not my deal. It's, it's, it's not, that my might be a little problem. harsh. Maybe not, the, maybe not the first freaky Friday. That's, still <laughs> I think, I think our viewers slash listeners will be shocked to hear this, but I have not seen the new Borat movie. It wasn't on my list yeah. of one, I, you know, but it wasn't and, on but, my but, list either, but. I know, but Val, you see everything. I mean, you really do like more than anybody I know. You see every movie that's out there. 
like True. a killer tire. You've seen. I that really <laughs> like. I really. This is the thing: is I really like to. I I I want to try and understand where other people are coming from. And so I try and watch things, even if I don't think I'm going to agree with it. I didn't care for the first Borat movie. This one, because there was a political stuff going on and I'm trying to watch all political movies and documentaries right. across the board. So I'm like, fine, I'm at the gym, you know, whatever. And I did fast forward through a couple of parts, but I did, I do. I try and watch, I try and watch a lot of things, even if I don't think I'm going to like it, which means that I do at some point have to watch all the Sharknado movies but I can yes! do that whenever I want on my own. That's timeline. on record. That, That's that on is, record. That is a fair point, though, that I think we should throw out there. Val does watch every movie out there, including The Killer Tire, but she has yep. not seen the Sharknado movies. That should be the review for Sharknado movies right there. I've seen, I've seen pieces. The thing is, that is that I've seen pieces of them, and I feel like the pieces that I've seen give me exactly enough of what the movie is about. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and you got to wait till after COVID because you need to watch it with a bunch of people who are all in the same mood for a silly, stupid set of films. But what if yeah. I don't have that many friends? You got me. Oh, yeah. I think all you really That's need one. is you, you need to watch it with Tracy because here's the okay. thing about watching a funny right. movie with Tracy and everybody needs to experience this once in their lives. When he starts laughing, his laugh is just so infectious that whatever is happening is way funnier than it would have been if Tracy's not sitting right next to you. Shazam. Unless you're a kid watching Shazam. Yeah, I'm pretty that was- sure that I laughed more in Shazam because of Tracy than I would have without watching it with Tracy. One of my least um, impressive moments in the theater is when, what was the movie with? Yes, we when we saw the the remake of Starsky and Hutch, mm-hmm. and they hide the. I, it, we took that, my that mom. Whole movie, it was, yeah, that whole movie is the less than impressive moment for anybody. Well, really, it, it gets worse. <laughs> so they they have the illicit drugs, and he puts it in the sugar container, and then they make coffee with it. And out loud, as they're drinking it, I go, oh, "They put the cocaine in the sugar!" <laughs> like, and everybody's like, "Yeah, duh." We just saw <laughs> we were watching the same right movie you like, are. Oh, gosh, that's funny. That's funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, there is something about me trying to find like like last week. I watched two really great movies. One was uh-huh. the trial of the Chicago. Is it seven or nine? Seven. I don't know. Seven. Seven. Which is, again, I've seen it twice this week. Was absolutely phenomenal. And then I had. Uh, my boyfriend had never seen Moneyball before, which is one of my oh. favorite movies. And so we watched Moneyball and he was blown away by both of the movies. And so when we sat down this last Friday to watch a movie, I said, all right, I already gave you two really good ones. So this one has to be the crappy movie. And I had it already brought up for us. And it was um, a movie where um, uh, who's the guy from uh, Iron Man 3, Pierce, Guy Pierce. Is the character. main character, okay. and he has to go break a whole bunch of criminals, a whole bunch of criminals out of a space prison. And I'm like, we got Guy Pierce, we've got a space prison. This is going nice. to be awful. Let's watch it. And it was awful, and we loved it, and we watched it. And the thing is, it came out the year before Iron Man three. And I'm like, is this what got him the role? No, yeah, <laughs> had to have been. They were like, here we go, perfect. Let's uh, can be perfect for Iron Man three. Uh, yeah. 
Moneyball is one of my favorites. I turned that on the other day and forgot how much I really enjoyed it. And I turned it on because I was like, I've seen it before. I can do this other stuff that I'm going to be working on. And then I ended up sitting for two hours and watching it. Jonah, Jonah Hill is a a great actor. um, And to me, he's one of my heroes because of obviously his weight struggles and he's, he's tried to rein that in and, and the work that he's done there. Um, but he is a really, really good actor and has been mm-hmm. for a really long time. And uh, watching him with Brad Pitt, the two of the anyway, Moneyball's great. Not the movie we're talking about, but still really great. And everybody should go watch it. It's on Netflix right now. I mean, don't well, go watch it right now. Finish watching our episode, then go watch it. I want to say one thing about it. As I was watching it, Jake, it's funny because the whole time I'm watching it and I'm like, who does this guy remind me of? And I'm like, Jake, because your personalities are so mm. similar when you explain things to mm-hmm. people and your mannerisms and how you're not like overly loud about things, but you have a point that you want to get across. And I'm like, I like That's this true. movie even more now. Like as I'm what the character <laughs> that he plays in that movie could be you. He's just so polite, but yet has very poignant things to say. Anyway, yeah. I did. Yeah. So what are we going to grade this 13 going on 30? All right. Let's start with you this time, Tracy. Uh, I'm going to go with a B, um, possibly B plus. I, I think Jennifer Garner is absolutely effervescent and fun and the casting is great. I'm only kind of giving it a B, B plus because it's just not my genre. It's not something that I would just pop on. But it was a smart film. It's it's held up well, um, and so yeah, it's a solid movie for me. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I didn't like fall in love with it. It's not going to be on my top ten list, but really good little film. Uh, BB plus. Okay. What about you, Val? It's a solid B plus for me. Like I could watch this movie over and over. I can watch it with my kid again. Like Tracy, it's not my regular genre. I'm not moving it into my top 10, top 20 movies, but it definitely for me is one of those movies that if I'm scrolling through and I just don't know what I want to watch, I might be like, you know what? I'm going to watch this for a while, you know, or Sammy might come down and be like, Hey, do you want to watch this? So to me, B B or B, solid B plus. Um, I love the casting of this film. I love mm-hmm. all the nostalgia of this film and my childhood. Like I, it was fantastic. There was a lot of 80s reference, which was nice. I mean, anytime you yeah. get Rick Springfield in the soundtrack, I'm in. <laughs> or or as cab driver Chris calls him, Rick Springsteen, which is totally <laughs> not his name. Um, I, for, me, for me, this is a B. Um, it's a really good movie. And I think it's one of those, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's a, it's a fun family night or family movie night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, but I also feel like it's one that if you've seen it, you've seen it. It's not one that I'm going to go back and watch it over and over again, necessarily. Some people may feel differently about it and that's totally cool. Um, but for me, it was fun to revisit it after I think I'd seen it right after it came out and then going back and watching it again, it still holds up and it's still really great, but I'm probably not going to watch it next weekend. So for me, it's a, it's a solid B. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo is great. I would love to see him as a leading man in more mm-hmm. movies because he's just, there's just some, he's just so soft spoken and uh, just plays such a great, unassuming, nice guy. And I like nice guys, believe it or not. They're some of my favorites. I want so. him and Paul Rudd to be in a buddy movie together. Oh, I want Mark yes, Ruffalo please. and Paul Rudd to be in a not superhero buddy movie together. Like, can somebody make this happen? Oh, my yeah. dream will be oh, yeah. true. 
All right. All right, Tracy, let's start working on the script and see if we can make this happen for Val. We're on it, buddy. I mean, we might benefit <laughs> from it as well. <laughs> but it's not for us. It's for the fans. That's right. It's for the fans, specifically Val. It's for Valerie. So, yep. Yep. <laughs> I won't even put like a, like a for Valerie. You write like the script, I'll get it funded. You, ca- you talk to Steven. You talk to Steven and uh, get it funded. I will talk to Steven. And you know we've got to cast we've got to cast Tom Holland okay. as some kind of cameo. But if we do for Valerie at the beginning, it'll just be great because people will yes. think like oh, she must have passed away before it was finished. We're like, no, she's alive. We just wanted everybody to know <laughs> that the movie was for her. I'm over here. Anyway. At the end of the movie, it can be me at a coffee table with the three of them all having coffee, and you can be like, by the way, this is Valerie with an arrow. She's yeah. not dead. Not dead. Still. All right. I'll get it funded. You write the script. Done. All right. All right, Tracy. We've got our work cut out for us. She's going to be gone for a couple of weeks. Let's see if we can get this done by the time she gets back. Get it done. (laughs) Perfect. If you haven't seen 13 going on 30, uh, you will probably have to rent it uh, in some form or fashion. It's uh, not available on any of the streaming services that I could find. But if you have Amazon Prime, you can rent it for $3.99. Yeah. What's that? um, I said it's also not available at Blockbuster. You can't just go no, over to Blockbuster. And- you cannot go to Blockbuster to rent it. Unfortunately, not there. So, well, there is one Blockbuster left, so there maybe is a chance. Yeah, but it's not like <laughs> it's not like a real Blockbuster, and I hope it's still around. It is. But they rent movies still. I know, but I'm just worried with the climate, uh, like the economic climate right now. A lot of smaller businesses are going out, and and it's not backed by corporate or anything. So. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Sure. 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 But um, anyway, go, go check this movie out. It's great. You'll have a lot of fun. If you have feedback for us, you can send that to podcast at movies that make us.com, or you can leave your comments right below this video or on any of our Facebook posts. Uh, and uh, if you found this video on YouTube, please like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, so the other, so, you know, you can get new videos when they come out. It'll be exciting. It'll be fun. I promise. Um, all right. Thanks so much for watching or listening, and uh, we won't see you at the movies. Bye. Bye. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.